What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode. Um, this one's going to be fun uh, for all of you worship leaders out there who are consistently struggling in the tension of how to create better worship sets. We're going to dive into a lot of just practical things that you can do to enhance the building of your worship set and the execution of it, as well as talk about some perspectives, uh, some ways to think through how to build a worship set. So let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Worship Mentor Podcast. My name is Caleb, and I get the honor and the privilege of being the host of this podcast. The Worship Mentor exists to help worship leaders increase their influence and leverage their leadership, all for the sake of growing the local church. I am so honored and excited to get to talk today uh, as we dive into set list building. Of course, for worship leaders, this is one of the most practical things that we do every single weekend. And uh, as you probably learned by now, if you followed along, um, first of all, I just wanna say thank you for all of our listeners out there. Thank you so much for following and uh, supporting. Uh, absolutely love and appreciate you guys. You're part of the Worship Mentor family, so uh, love you guys. Um, but as we go into set list building, like, just know that there is, there is such a plethora of ways to plan a worship experience. There's a variety of ways, and we can cover them all, but that podcast episode might take two hours. So I'm not in the habit of making two-hour podcasts. I'm going to keep this short and sweet and to the point and kind of give you a couple of different ways that I myself plan worship sets, and hopefully this will give you a, a good handle on not just you know what to do, but like in the mindset behind why you do what you do. Okay, so let's let's do this thing. So number one, when planning a worship set, is to involve the Holy Spirit. I know that this sounds like, wow, duh, Caleb, but you would be surprised how often, even as a worship leader, uh, that I have planned a worship set and then I get to the end of it and think, oh God, I didn't even like consult you at all about this worship set. I just put it together. I just did it because I know how to do it. And there, there is definitely a both and to that. There is the execution side where at the end of the day, you have to pick some songs. But to begin with, on the front end of things, I think that it's so important to involve the Holy Spirit in, uh, you know, in this process as well and asking him, God, what do you, what do you want to speak to your people this week? Because you never know, like you might plan something out and then come Thursday, Friday, Saturday, God just speaks to your heart and you feel like, oh man, we need to change something. And so just know that like the the Holy Spirit should be partnering along with you in this whole thing. And we should be seeking to honor him first and foremost and honoring the Lord, you know, with the 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 talents that we have to to do this, but bring him into the picture. Very first thing. The second thing is collaboration. Collaboration is an amazing key that opens a lot of doors. When you're collaborating with people, the goal in that is not necessarily that you get everything that you want, but that collectively working together, you come up with a plan that is going to be uh, even better than what you could have thought up on your own. 
Third thing would be thinking about the demographic that you are serving. Is this a worship event for college and young adults? Is this a worship event for youth? Is this a, a married couples retreat? And you have, you know, uh, anywhere from young young 20s to 60-year-olds in the room. You, you have to learn how to like span the difference. And I can't tell you how important connection is when it comes to building a worship set. Connection with the people that you're leading is like, it's like a next level. It's almost like a cheat code because you, you're, I'm not placating to people's preferences, like, but there are, there's something to be said about singing songs that people are absolutely loving. Then you have like songs that are, you know, pretty generic uh, to our faith as a whole. And those tend to be the ones that like gravitate, everybody gravitates toward those, like a how great is our God, like speaking specifically of the greatness of, of our God. But when you sing it corporately, like it, it's almost become like our modern day version of just as I am or amazing grace where you, you like almost everybody knows that song universally, universally, even if they haven't been in church that long. Um, so it, that one tends to be an easy one to, to draw from. So you always, in my opinion, you always want to have those, if they're not in the set, you always want to have them in the back pocket as an idea of like, hey, here's where we could go. Uh, or if there needs to be a flow moment, if you at your church create run off a clock like we do, you, there may be times where you uh, are ahead of your clock and you need to flow a little bit longer in order to uh, in order to catch up to the clock. And uh, sometimes with that, it's uh, a matter of just having an arsenal of songs in your you know in your backpack, just ready to go. Like a, how great is our God? Here I am to worship. Waymaker, those songs that are like, man, every it seems like every church does these, and those are like what I call Steph Curry layups. When when it comes to, oh man, on the fly, we got to figure something out, and and I'm gonna just pull out here I am to worship because that tends to work super well. But also, like, considering the demographic, the dynamics that you're leading. Hey, Worship Mentor family. Hey, really quick, I wanted to interrupt the podcast to let you know that I have a brand new single coming out. This single's called Better, and it comes from a place of personal testimony on my part. When I've wrestled with the Lord and struggled and fought for perspective, even as I am up in the middle of the night struggling to wonder why and and, and trying to control all the things that I can't control because it's out of my hands. But I felt the spirit of the Lord tell me to tell you that if his eyes are on it, you can take your mind off it and you can trust in his faithfulness. He's been too good to you for you to start doubting right now. His ways are higher, his burden is lighter, and his ways are better. It'll be out on all streaming platforms September 28th. Here's another thing that you can do is to sit down and consider the ebb and flow or the dynamics of your worship set. So typically, I know for a lot of churches, this is the flow. It is at my church as well, where there's usually a pre-experience of some sort. People are coming into the auditorium, sitting down, there's slides being shown, uh, maybe there's some interactive things going on. Maybe there's a video that's being played, uh, pre-experience 
in or a pre-worship service. And then there's usually a countdown. We we have a two-minute countdown, and then it goes into worship. And usually in the top set, the first two songs are going to be more uplifting, encouraging, big uh, energy, a more uh, faster tempo. And those songs like maybe Praise by Elevation Worship or Echo or, uh, let's see, Rattle or Never Lost. There are a lot of different uh, songs that you can insert into there. Uh, but it, the, I think the goal for, at least in, in our context, in my context, is to engage people physically, engage their, their bodies, their eyes, their ears, their, engage all of their senses, get their hands clapping. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of debate on like, should, should we command people to do things from the stage? Well, I think there's a lot of dynamics that go into that. First of all is trust. And trust is only built by getting to know the people off the stage. And I've said it before in the ABCs of Healthy Culture episode. I think it's episode two. Uh, you should go back and watch that if you, or listen to that if you haven't. But in it, I talk about uh, how to build healthy culture. And one of the things that I've told my worship team all the time is, hey, you've got to get off of the stage and get into the crowd. Your effectiveness on the stage is only going to be as great as your effectiveness off of it. If you can't connect with people outside of what we do on a Sunday morning on a stage, then your ability is very limited, limited based on the amount of trust that that person can have in you. Trust is built through vulnerability. They can't be vulnerable with you and and confide in you and and, and have confidence in you if they don't ever see you. Because it's one thing for me to lead a person that I don't know, but it's a, a completely different thing for me to lead someone that I have a connection with, that I know their story and they know mine. And it's just different. There's a different level of trust and they will go with you wherever you go. You lead as a leader. This is more or less just leadership hacks, man. Like this is not like some fancy magic trick. This is simply like, no, this is how it works. If you want to be an effective worship leader, then you've got to get off the stage and meet the people and know them and get get the, like find moments to share your story with them connect real connection it's about connection not perfection we're not out here trying to impress people we're out here to minister to the lord first and foremost and then to create an atmosphere free of distractions where people can encounter christ and he can encounter them and change their life forever. So that's the ultimate goal of worship set building is to create uh, an amazing flow. Yes, we want we want the dynamics to be there. Yes, we want the up and downs to be there. Yes, we want the energy to flow and, and it feel good. Yes, we want it to be distraction free. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, all of this is so that people that come into our buildings that may or may not have a relationship with Jesus, or maybe they are in a very tough spot mentally or emotionally or even physically, and they need a touch from God in more ways than you could do. Your job is to steward those moments and to, and to, to, to lead with energy and excitement, to lead with, uh, with worship and passion knowing that like you're just you're just setting the tone. So here these are a couple of different ways that you can build worship sets. Um, a couple of things to think through dynamically um, and I hope that this gives you a 
gives you the starting blocks that you need to be able to really step into a new season of set list building and feeling a freedom and a sense of knowing like I can be confident in this knowing that I, I'm ultimately doing what God has called me to do. I am, I am serving the local church. I love, I love the local church, and I want this, these experiences to be the best that they could be. Well, that's going to do it for us today. But before you go, please like and subscribe if this podcast uh, has any content that has been helpful for you. Um, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on social media. That would mean the world to me. And also leave a review. I would love it if you guys would go in and leave a five-star review. That would be so amazing. Love you guys and can't wait to see you next time.